0: Welcome to Bonus Stage, a chill video game podcast with two chill friends. I'm Emily Cardamus.
1: And I'm Kevin Bobbin.
0: Let's jam on some berries. so good (laughs) um shit i guess we i didn't actually talk about like what the like what do we do Do we just are we just like gonna preamble let's let's, let's
1: talk about what this show is let's do that
0: all right hey kev what's what's the show (laughs) it's our first episode what's the show what's the energy of the show Uh,
1: it's chill it's real chill it's Uh, chill this is bonus stage this is our show where we just hang out and we talk about video games and mm-hmm. like how chill every, they are sometimes.
0: Yeah, and and every two weeks we, we pick a game, uh, we play it, we talk about it, we talk about other stuff that might be going on in video game related news, but most of the time it's just like, hey, let's kind of shine some light on, you know, a, a cool game that maybe you've heard of, maybe you haven't, who knows.
1: Hopefully, I hope some of you guys have heard of this game, because this, you... this game is real good.
0: For sure. Um, but before we get into get into the game proper, do we want to talk about like the fun news that's coming up? Because we're two two question mark two weeks away from E three two question mark two weeks away question mark two. as of recording this we're 2 weeks away from e3 we don't know when this is going to go up yeah. so it could be e3 right now you're listening to this in the future did you see that new game that
1: Square Enix put out oh my god
0: oh man kingdom hearts 5
1: Yo. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: kev what are you hoping to see out of this blessed e3 season
1: uh, what am I, what am i hoping to see um mm-hmm. uh, I want to see a release date for Kingdom Hearts. That's one, <laughs> um, which has pretty much been like guaranteed by Square after like the press thing that they had like last. Right, week. I
0: was gonna say they had a press event, so. Uh, and they were they were like they were like we
1: have a release date. It's not gonna be released today, but you'll find out in a couple weeks, which is when E three is coming. Right. Um. I want that. I want to see. I want to see something for a Fire Emblem game for the Switch. That is like. My like between a Fire Emblem game and because they they said earlier like the beginning of this year that the new mm-hmm. Shin Tensei game for the Switch is mm-hmm. being is developed. I want to see like a prop, like a proper game. Fire
0: Emblem game, not whatever yes. just
1: came out. Yes,
0: I don't but even know I, what is it. Fire Emblem Warriors. Yeah, that was the, okay. the last game that
1: came out in the the series. But I want to see yeah. something for a proper Fire Emblem title that's supposed to be coming to the Switch mm-hmm. because that got announced like two years ago, and then that's right. Um... Something for what was the other thing I said? Uh Gun Potente because they're like they're like it's it's in development it's coming to the Switch. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. That's all I want to see. That's
0: that's on your that's your wish
1: list. Anything else? I'm like oh that's really cool cool yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is like the two things that I really want to see from. E three this year is, is right, is the, or maybe maybe like some some like whispers on the wind of like what else is coming from the God of War series?
0: <laughs>
1: some hopes and dreams of the God of War series. Like this this last
0: one was so good. It was Emily. It's so good. It's so good,
1: Emily.
0: <laughs> I know two things about God of War. Uh, he was angry, and now he's a dad. Yes. And boy. Yes. That's all I know about God of War.
1: That's it. That's this, that's the whole series. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, that's great. See, I am... I'm just kind of... I've only watched E3 for one thing, and that's Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, indie games. Like, sometimes, like, weird indie outlets will be like, we're putting our game on a new thing, and that's exciting. Okay. But other than that, I don't care about anything else because I don't own a PS4 or, or an Xbox or anything. I just own a, a Nintendo box. <laughs> um, I've owned every Nintendo box. Nice. So, but the problem is that my, um... I've been wounded too many times. So, mm. would I love to see Animal Crossing for Switch? Yeah, do I think we're going to get it? I don't know. Like, I'm just going to have no expectations and hopefully come out of it pleasantly surprised. Except for the deep expectation that's always in my heart and has been in my heart for every E3 for years and years and years, which is Mother 3. God. But it'll never happen, and no. I know this, and and I need to just let it go. I want but it so bad. There is a small shard of my heart that says, but what if you just take you take Mother Zero, you take Earthbound, and you take Mother Three, you bundle them all together, and you release them on the Switch? That's all I want. That's all I'm asking for. It's not a lot. Um, and maybe, like, Pokemon would be cool. I don't know. I would really love... I know they, like, talked about, like, we're making a Pokemon game for the Switch, and that was literally all they said. Well- uh." But I would love to see like a Pokemon Coliseum uh yes. style game for the switch because it's been way too long since we had like like any of that
1: mm-hmm.
0: and those games were amazing, and I feel like and no one talks about them enough Gen because it's four like
1: war was the last time we got one?
0: Yeah, so well, and I times. don't count I don't count whatever the one that came out for the Wii was. no, no, what was that? I don't remember. It Battle. Yeah, no. Pokemon.
1: What Battle Revolution? No. That yeah, was Pokemon. No. P-
0: yeah, Pokemon Battle Revolution. No. That's not anything. Um, the closest that po- we got was, was the, the, that was
1: Pokemon Stadium, pretty much.
0: Right. It was Pokemon Stadium again. Um, the only the closest thing we got was the Pikachu game, which is incredible. Like that game is amazing.
1: <laughs> so so, recently, I want to say like a week ago, maybe.
0: Uh, uh-huh.
1: There's trademarks and the logos were leaked for. Pokemon something-something Pikachu and Pokemon something-something Eevee. Right. Uh, and people are thinking, and I, it, it's, it's, it sounds like, it sounds so good to be true, but, like, people are thinking well, this is going to be the Switch remake of, like, Red, Blue, and Yellow, which would be fantastic. Yeah,
0: that would be cool. The only thing is that apparently last time when Sun and Moon were coming out, a bunch of people registered domains, like, to that weren't Nintendo. It was just mm-hmm. people like registering domains to like make dupes and like fake scans and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I don't have I like I don't trust like that anymore. <laughs> I don't trust like that.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's hard to tell but right. I hope we hear something soon that would be Pokemon, nice Pokemon. But who knows? I mean Real, yeah. but like it's it's what's what's crazy to me is the fact that we're getting a smash this year for the Switch.
0: That's true. I want to know how much of that Smash is just ported over Wii Smash. Yeah. Um, which I wouldn't be like completely, or, or not. Uh, sorry, Wii U Smash. Uh, but I wouldn't be like completely upset with that as long as they like add some stuff to it. Um, because there's just so much stuff on the Wii U that no one ever touched. Like
1: they brought back, so- like Sakurai is coming back for this game because he said he wasn't working on any more Smash games. Right. He got Sakurai to come back.
0: And thankfully, they gave him a normal work schedule where he won't die, and yes. I'm very happy. That's my that was my one wish for a new Smash was that he gets a healthy work schedule. Um. But Sakura is back. Yeah.
1: And Banan so I don't know. Maybe it'll be fine. So I'm feeling like we're gonna get like
0: <sighs> you can't we... even make jokes about Smash anymore though because no. it's like, oh, are we gonna have like Cloud and Smash? We do, guys. Guys, we have Cloud and Smash. <laughs> We gonna get Goku for Smash? I don't know. We could.
1: (laughs) Like my 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 big thing is, what, what could they put in this? Like we already know Splatoon's gonna be in this Smash game because like we have the reveal already. Yeah. That was, like, the reveal that this, that smashed Wii... We, two we're Sonics. To we're gonna Sonic. have two
0: Sonics in it. So
1: we, it's gonna be Sonic and Shadow, and when you play... With no, no, guys, no. No, no, no. It's no, two no, no, Sonics. No, no. no, it's Sonic It's not it's Sonic and, and Shadow. Shadow. And then when you play Sonic versus Shadow, and one versus one final destination, they do the stupid scene from Sonic Adventure 2, where they call it... You mean the best scene from Sonic Adventure 2? Yes, 2. The, exact, the exact best scene from Sonic Adventure 2. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. You're yeah, the fake hedgehog around here. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you calling? Fake. <laughs> I eat mean, oh, those god. words. <laughs> Let's talk about good video games, Kev. There's also
1: good video games. And uh, by
0: that I mean welcome to our episode entirely about Sonic Adventure two. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> oh my god. That'd be like that'd be a couple episodes. A couple I episode will go later. to my
0: grave defending that game. I but... love
1: that game so much, but it's so janky.
0: <laughs> oh, it's yes. It's the it's the garbage can on fire, but I, it's like my garbage can. Like and I and, watching, I, and I look at it and yes.
1: Runs of that game is insane because that game's so busted.
0: Oh yes, it's beautiful. Well, anyway, let's talk about Ke- some good games. Yeah, what did we play this week, Kev?
1: We played this game. Of this week was my choice. We played Celeste, uh, and Ooh. we all we both played the, the Switch version. Correct.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh,
1: so we played Celeste. It is a fantastic platforming game. Developed by Matt Makes Games, um, who also worked on Towerfall, which is very, like you can tell off the bat looking at the art style for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was released January twenty fifth of twenty eighteen for PC, Linux, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Mac OS. Which is great because there's no games on Mac.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. I was reading our notes and I was like, "What's Macos? OS?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Kev typed it in all caps, so it just says MacOS and not Mac OS. Mac not OS. Mac OS. <laughs> oh my god. Uh,
1: this game So this game, let's 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 look like a little bit of history for this game. Which mm-hmm. this is stuff that I that I never knew. Um, the game was originally created in a four-day game jam
0: that um, blows my mind.
1: And you can actually still play the original thirty levels I created at this game jam in the game, in Celeste. You can actually there's a way you can do it.
0: <gasps> Wait, in, oh in is the, that the
1: computer? Yeah, you can do it in the third chapter <gasps> of the game, where you can play the original thirty levels from uh what's it called? Pico eight. Yes.
0: Oh, I was wondering what that was. That's so cute.
1: Um, which is like I, I've I've played a bit of it. It's really fun, it's really hard. <laughs> hmm Um this game has been nominated for a few awards so far since, since its release, and it actually won the Audience Award at the Independent Games Festival. And it has received almost perfect scores from almost every major gaming outlet since it's been released, which is fantastic for a game like this, uh, for an that's title what we call to do this. A,
0: that's what we call in the industry that we're not in a good video game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. Um, but this game, so... Despite how cute this game looks, this game definitely deals with some very heavy subjects. Like very early on, in the game
0: <laughs> Yeah, um I wasn't ex- I wasn't quite expecting. I mean, I had heard um I think my first introduction to the game outside of seeing it, like people talking about it on Twitter, was that uh, I think Griffin McElroy talked about it on Wonderful uh, mm-hmm. a couple a couple months back, and I was really intrigued by the fact that he talked a lot, like, oh, that it deals with, like, depression and anxiety, and for me, that is hits very close to home, and I wasn't quite expecting how real it was gonna get, and how... Honestly, how well it was gonna deal with those things. I I haven't play. I played maybe like I've played maybe like four hours of it, which to be fair, probably like is only two hours of the actual game. I'm very slow and bad at video games. This will be an ongoing theme. <laughs> um, but just the the level of dialogue, like it was really it. It's it's written very well.
1: Yeah, the writing in this game is very. It's very. As you meet the first uh, NPC character, you can definitely tell the writing of this game is going to be a very big part of it, which is weird mm-hmm. because it's just a straight-up puzzly platformer game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I was so just taken back at like how much this game made me realize that I suck at platformers.
0: <laughs> but, you know, the nice thing is that... Um... So, so one of the things the game does is that it bring between chapters. It brings up these kind of loading cards with like notes from the main character to herself, Mm -hmm. Uh, and they're all like extremely affirming and really lovely. Because I've had this problem as an adult, where uh, I've become I've I've gotten out of video games because I've become way more of a perfectionist about it. And so I go, like, oh, I have to restart this game. I'm not doing as well as I should be, blah, 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 blah. But, like, the collectibles in the game are completely optional. Um, There was a card I got very early on. that, And I don't know if these are randomized, so maybe they come up at the top of each chapter, like, in an order. But there was one that I got that was, like, be proud of your death count because it means that you're learning. And I was, like... Oh, I love that. Like that really was like, that's seeing that in this type of game, that's like really hard and you're going to die a lot and have to restart like rooms over and over and over again. Um, And that can be very discouraging in a normal game or in a game like this to see that kind of affirmation from the game itself was like really cool.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, But we also, we meet some very interesting characters in this game as well. Uh, my favorite character who this I thought this was really neat. Um, when you meet uh, Theo and in, in the game. So, cool. so Theo when you talk to him, he mentions he, he wants to get followers on a website called Instapix, which obviously is a very blatant ripped on Instagram. Right. So he actually has a verified Instagram page. Oh, really? And it's pictures of him and Madeline and him, like, climbing the mountain and stuff oh, like that. Oh, that's
0: so cute. <laughs> and oh, it actually,
1: it actually still posts stuff, so it's, like, constantly posting stuff on the Instagram account. I love actually that. To go follow that. It's, a, it's, Theo, it's at Theo under stars on Instagram, and it's, it's a verified that's... account, so... It's,
0: that's so good. I'm, like, I'm, I'm fist-pumping the air. That is the cutest thing. I love that kind of stuff, like, especially with video games, where it breaks out of that narrative, and, and you can, like, kind of interact with it outside of playing it. That's so cool.
1: It was very interesting, like, because, like, I, I just typed in, like, I, I went on and I just typed in Celeste to see if I could find, mm-hmm. like, some videos of people, like, playing or whatever, and, like, it popped up, and I was like, no way, and it was like, like, you look through and it's just a bunch of, like, some of them are, like, the in-game it's like some in-game stuff, and then mm-hmm. there's just like, it's like Theo just has an Instagram account, and there it is. And it's just like him, with like pictures of him and Madeline hanging out, or they'll be like FaceTiming and those pictures and stuff like that. It's really cute. Aww,
0: I love that. That's so good. Oh, I'm just completely overwhelmed with how cute that is. It's
1: it's very good. It's extremely good. I had a S- real good time finding
0: that. Speaking of Theo, because he's, like, sort of the the first... I mean, you meet the old lady first, but mm-hmm. he's kind of the next main NPC. Well, would you count the part of you as a main NPC that you meet? I guess not. Kind of no. an antagonist. Yeah. Except kind of not. It's very interesting. Um, but good. Very, very good. Uh, but I love the way... Th- this is a tiny detail, but the way that... Um, the way that the game visually emphasizes text to like communicate tone, um, in like when like letters like the like letters bouncing or or you know like like different colored text is usually like the video game shorthand for this word is important. But they'll do little things like you know like the text will like kind of wiggle up and down, and it's like oh I can I can hear that almost, and mm-hmm. and that's a really good detail, and I love to see. Games go to that level, but also even just not just with Theo, but just like with all the characters that you can run into, um, you can like talk to them for a good amount of time. And really, it, it really kind of feels like a conversation because you have to it's it's not just the same dialogue over and over again. It's like, oh, hey, you're meeting at a different time. Here's like a like a four page like sort of conversation that you go through, um, which I, I really liked because it's also it, it, it struck me that that stuff is optional So I was stopping to talk to these characters, you know, because I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted to get the whole... um, Give me a second. Sorry, I have to burp? Uh, Or not. Okay, great. It was just stuck in my throat. Um, But I really like the fact that... Like I could have just kept going. Like I could have just walked off the screen and be like, "All right, next thing or whatever, like next chapter or next area." But I was like, "No, I want to like Oh, hey, Theo's here. I want to talk to Theo. <laughs> like, why is he an event or whatever?" Um, that that sort of stuff was really charming. Uh,
1: another thing that that really really stuck out to me in this game is the sense of scale this game gives you. Mm. Because with this game, you are climbing a mountain called Celeste mm. Mountain, and you're you're literally climbing it because like you're con- you're constantly moving upwards and you can definitely feel the scale of you having to go upwards in these areas mm-hmm. um and like i mentioned at the beginning of this game at the beginning of this recording this game was very hard like it's like i i play a lot of video games and i love platformers this game is just like rough but it doesn't it doesn't make you feel like you suck at games it's just like Hey, just just keep retrying. Just keep retrying cuz that that strawberry you get at the end of like a screen is such a fulfilling reward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now,
0: it, it's it, it's funny cuz like what's your what's your experience with like platformers? Like when was outside of this game, what was what was the last platformer you played? And when the was the last it?
1: platformer I played before this? Yeah. Uh oh god, the last one I played before this. Who? Uh that's a hard question because
0: the trick is for me I literally can't answer that
1: Mario Odyssey I guess the last like new platformer I played
0: sure I, I guess uh I, yeah I guess I don't didn't even consider Mario Mario Odyssey as a platformer because it's 3d in my brain they take up different spaces I
1: mean if we take if we're talking non 3d be it'd be Sonic Mania.
0: mm-hmm okay sure yeah see it's it's interesting because like I feel like like, I think your experience with platformers is, is more than mine. So I definitely, like, I'm racking up, like, 300 deaths per chapter at least. But there's, there are times, and there's been times where I've had to, like, stop it, step away, sort of come back to it with, like, a f- with fresh reflexes if I get really stuck on a room. Mm-hmm. But there was, th- I haven't run into a moment yet. And, and normally, if this is going to happen, it happens within the first 30 minutes of the game, right? So I haven't run into a moment yet where I feel like, oh, I can't do this. You know, it's, it's just always, okay, how do I do this? Maybe I'm approaching it the wrong way. Maybe I need to go a different way, jump at a different time, uh, angle my jump differently, you know, wait a little bit longer. There's never been a moment where I've just completely gone, this is absurd, you know, and I can't, I don't want to, I don't have the patience for this. Mm-hmm. It's always been... Okay, how do I figure this out? Which the fact that I've di- like I'm dying like three hundred plus times per chapter really says something of how these levels d- are designed.
1: Definitely, um, and and it's it's the game again. The game doesn't make you feel like you can't do it, mm-hmm. and it it obviously puts that goal like visually like you can clearly just see visually what this is. And it it, it makes you just want to keep going for it, whether you have to step away from it or not, because you still know it's there. Right. It doesn't go away unless you get it. So you know it's there when you come back to the room. Mm -hmm. But it's just like your reward's there. Figure out how to get it. You're going to get it. You just got to figure it out. Like there's, there's the first time I ran into this room, there's certain rooms where um, the collectibles in this game are strawberries. And the first strawberry that I, that I remember being stuck on for a little bit, is the first winged one, and those ones are oh. you, can, you can't jump. Yeah. In the area, um, you can't re- dash. You can't dash. Sorry, you can't dash. Um, and I remember just getting stuck, like right at the very end of it every time, because my my reflexes just told me dash, 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 right. dash, and I couldn't. And I was like, man, this like like I had to to train my mind to be like just go,
0: just, mm-hmm.
1: just don't dash, just go. And it felt so rewarding to actually just, like, get it and be like, okay, I got it. I understood what I'm supposed to do here. And it felt, it just felt really good. It, it felt great to, to get it and just watch my little strawberry counter go up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, and the nice thing is about, like, at least for me, with the strawberries being optional, there are times where I've looked at a strawberry and gone, okay, I know I could probably figure out how to do that. But I just don't really want to right now. I just kind of want to keep going. I want to like you know get to the next area, mm-hmm. and I, and I just and I'm like okay with being like man maybe I'll come back maybe I'll just replay this chapter later and I'll get it you know I'm not like behold whereas before it would like it, I would be like I need to get everything in this level I can't keep I can't fit keep going with the game until I get everything in this le- level it's like really relieving to just be like okay cool yeah I could figure that out but man I'm kind of tired right now. Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm not losing anything from the game. Mm-hmm. Um, though I do the one thing I you were making that you made me think of with like the the sort of muscle memory of the dash. the one thing I do find a teeny tiny bit aggravating about this game are the chase sections. Um, so for some context, if if you haven't played the game, there are certain, at least a couple chapters that you run into that you have to do rooms while basically being sort of pursued by something else or you know there's like there's another obstacle that is like actively also moving around Mm -hmm. um and it's it, it just makes there are times where it like it makes you pick up the pace it makes you have to figure things out faster and go okay i have to do this 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 and i have to do it now under a time limit because i have this thing chasing me Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I've never liked that about games because I like, there. are like, whenever I get stuck on something, my reaction is, okay, slow down and figure it out. But it's like, I don't have time to slow down. I have to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that is a tiny gripe because I've still like, like, I would say those are probably the times where I've had to step away and like, take some time the most, but it's not like game breaking for me. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, man, now I have to, like, I don't, I want to, I really want to be able to sit down and figure this out, but I, I don't have the chance to. I just have to rely on muscle memory and instinct a little mm-hmm. bit.
1: It's definitely, it's definitely a good game. It's such a good game. Uh, can we it's talk really about the game. music for a second with this? Yes,
0: like, we can.
1: The music for this game is so beautiful and it sets the atmosphere so well. I just the sound, just the sound design in general. Not even just the music, just the sound yeah. design is just fantastic in this game. Yes. I
0: love. It even so the much. little detail of like when you pause the game and it plays like a subdued version of the background music mm-hmm. in the pause menu. Uh oh, I love it. So
1: perfect. I, oh god, I love this game so much.
0: Very good. I had
1: so much fun with this. I'm gonna I still haven't finished it, like and I've had this game for a mm-hmm. bit. I think and I think what made me want to do this one, um, because I, I believe you you also watched Gill and Gilbert. Yeah. When their first <laughs> stream they did for for <laughs> Gil Gilbert yeah. was every time that, that they got a strawberry, uh Brian had to eat a strawberry. <laughs> and And every time just, he died Pat had uh, to eat Pat had to eat pepperoni. pepperoni. And it was just such a good stream. It was like, you know what? I really want I want Emily to experience this game because I love this game. And it, it, just, it, it, it made me just, it, watching that made me just like fall back in love with this game. Be like, this mm-hmm. game is so fun. And just like, it made me think about how challenging this game is, but also how just rewarding this game is.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and, and at least, per- like for me personally, the fact that this isn't a—I don't think this is a game I would I would have picked up normally, um, just because again, I kind of now have an aversion to like collectibles and also like the pole platformer thing. Like my reflexes are iffy; um, they're okay, but I I get frustrated with these kinds of games pretty quickly nowadays. Mm-hmm. But. Like I said this is an anomaly where it's it's so well designed and the polish on it is so well done. Um, and it baffles me that like one person made this like or was it one was it a one person team? Two
1: people.
0: Two people two people made this game. That's incredible. That is that is ridiculous and amazing. Um because the level of polish on this game is astounding. It, it it feels like it feels like a triple a studio should be actually like so that's the thing i this is why i love indie games hi everyone i'm going to get on my soapbox for a second um, <laughs> and it's called indie games are great and everyone should play them and and that's that, that's the entirety of my argument is because like you it's just awesome to see two pe- like a small team or two people basically enact a vision that is as polished if not more polished than what a huge studio could put out Um, and thank God for the Switch, because now I have these things and they're portable. (laughs) Like, and I can actually play them instead of feeling like I'm tethered to my computer. Um, and that's your bi-weekly sale of both indie games and the Nintendo Switch. I'm not being paid by these people. (laughs) I mean, definitely,
1: like, indie games are fantastic. Like, whenever I I did used to do games journalism work, um, indies were my favorite people, too, to interact with because you saw Mm -hmm. how passionate they were about their projects because they weren't backed by, they weren't usually backed by any, like, triple a studio or even like mm-hmm. a just like a lower end studio that still could you know give them the money they needed for this stuff this was a passion project
0: for so many people right. and absolutely um, no shade on a big on, on any type of studio environment like that is no. not me saying like oh indies are great studio games suck <laughs> absolutely not it's just for it's so incredible to me to see people like because that's the thing with with in, with indie games like this it's people you're talking to people like, really directly, and mm-hmm. you don't have to be sort of behind a larger conglomerate of a studio. Definitely. And and that's really cool, and I think that's how you see these games that not only are really well designed, but also have these, like, really really dig into some real stuff. Like, this game directly talks about anxiety in a way that I've never seen a game talk about before. And I've never related to quite as hard really good
1: game guys <laughs> like and again talking about indies and talking about my work that i used to do uh when you when you talk to these companies for people people who make these games that work in these these very small indie companies like uh, recently this year I actually um i think about it was about two three years ago i was introduced to the game another game that i actually want to do for the show um called agus defenders and I followed that game from their from like their concepts. I did interviews with them, and I followed their entire Kickstarter. Everything the game finally came out this year um, for the Switch, and I, I I played every beta coming through this game and everything. It feels so fantastic. Like the stuff that came out of their Kickstarter, like shovel nights in the game. Mm, um, mhm. And they've they they've released on I think every system except for like I think like the 3ds, um, but I, like I think originally they were only supposed to release on the Wii U and the PC and the PlayStation I think was the last thing they got,
0: mm-hmm. and then the
1: Wii U died and then they were just like well we're coming to Switch now, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then everyone like, was like oops. <laughs> but then they're like now we have guest characters and we have items that are designed by backers and like. Everything from this game, and it's, it's done so well since its release, and it's fantastic to see games that do this. And yeah. this is one of those games that, it didn't, it didn't go through Kickstarter or anything, but this is one of those games that just, like, took off from that original vision from a game jam that was four days long. Yeah. Done by two people. Like, that's, that's people. insane.
0: Four days. Di- like, that is ridiculous. And they, they, they is... actually
1: built most of this game while they were streaming it on Twitch. Like, they were building this game live on Twitch.
0: That's so cool. That that kind of thing is so cool because it, it makes it 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 makes game development so much more accessible to people because I think for a long long time it was kind of this like you didn't know you didn't know the names behind the people who made the games that you like and and so I think it to some people it was a a, tr- a trade and an industry that you couldn't approach but now it's like oh You know, you can go to a game jam. Oh, um, you know, the software to develop in is way cheaper now. I could do it. You know, like Mm -hmm. you could do it. We could be a team and we can make a game. Um, And that's not completely unheard of anymore. And that's and, and games like this show that they really can stand up against the big hitters. And that's really cool. I'm all about just like making art more accessible to people. So, like that Definitely. is that is a huge that is a huge leap. We keep getting really good games like this coming out for all these platforms that are made by these small these small groups of people, um, who are hopefully taking care of themselves. You know, crunch culture also sucks. So, like yeah. I want to put that big tag on that, this whole conversation of it's really great when you have a passion project. Please don't kill yourself for nice. it.
1: I mean, not throwing not throwing shit at any developers, but don't be like the people who made Cuphead.
0: So, yeah, no, that is not like that is not their fault at all. That is just unfortunately the culture of the industry, and it sucks hard. Um, but it's but it's not like an individual person's fault. No. It's the system's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it just really goes to show that you know, provided you take care of yourself and everything, um, you know, these things. It's it's not walled off anymore i mean it's still it, it's still walled off in some regards it's never going to be perfectly like like that makes it sound like i'm saying everything's great now that's not what i'm saying no. but it, it's just it, like there was and i think there was a i can distinctly remember a moment when i was playing shovel Knight for the first time which granted is by a studio but a very small studio but playing that game made me go oh i could make i could make games too and i think i could see someone playing this game and and how well designed it is and and how you're like you don't get frustrated when you die like it's a learning experience and and the collectibles are uh, the accomplishment of the collectible is just like figuring it out it's not like oh i've have a thing now you know it's like the it's the act of doing it that's satisfying i can see i could see someone like if i was playing this if this game came out back when I had that revelation, this could be the game that made me go, "Oh, I could make games too."
1: Definitely. I definitely agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah.
0: It's a it's a good game. <laughs> I feel like it? this. I feel like this is an easy. I feel like this is an easy first game to start on. I'm sure we're gonna have games in the like later on where it's like, like like, like you like it and I don't, or I like it and you don't, or we both hate it. Like oh, versus this game, we're just like, this game is great. Just because
1: this the game deals with so many themes, it's so relatable, and it just mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's so good.
0: It's it's really, and it never feels. Ham-fisted, or at least it hasn't yet Like, I okay. haven't, obviously I haven't beaten it yet So, you know, maybe it will it takes total Maybe it takes a total heel turn um, And suddenly becomes Really frustrating uh, Dialogue-wise But the minute it started I was like, oh, yeah Okay, cool, we're gonna deal with this now And this is gonna hit me square in the chest And I'm gonna lie awake at night thinking about it <laughs> uh, Like, in a good way, but still um, it, it really it really portrays that internal struggle that, I mean, I think to some extent everyone has, but especially people who struggle with depression and anxiety or or some fun combination of the two or other, you know, other issues. It it really... Visualize it and words it in a way that is extremely realistic. And I'm very appreciative of that, you know, because I, I hope it's a game that people who can play it and can relate to it and i also hope it's a game that people can um play and sort of see like see it you know and like understand it Definitely, and, and i think the way that it's treated um will do that because like i said like you know you, you get like I've played so many games where it's like, oh, the the demon is yourself or whatever, and and it's like that's that's fine. I mean, you know, like that's basically Persona Four in a nutshell, um, but or, or the main hook of Persona Four. But regardless, but there's nothing wrong with that. But th- seeing this is just really heartwarming to me.
1: I love this game. I love this game, guys. Everybody, please play good. this game. This game please is like 20 bucks. Game. It's 20 bucks on like every system. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's so worth it. Like, and if you have a Switch, honestly, get this for the Switch. Just like yeah. so, you can take this on the go, and just enjoy it. Cause like this is a great like. <laughs> I have to fly, and I don't want to watch whatever crappy TV shows on the plane type of game.
0: I could see this being like a, like almost like a, like a good, like, Hey, I've got, I've got some time. I'm going to like, if I took the train like somewhere or like the bus somewhere, I'd be like, ah eh, let me pull out my switch. Let me play a couple, like a couple of last Let me play like 30 minutes last, or something versus like, cause sometimes it's like, I want Stardew Valley to be that game, but you really have to like dig into Stardew Valley and like play like, at, like hours at a time. Sometimes yeah. um, Stardew Valley is the cross country flight game. Mm-hmm. celeste is the chicago flight game yeah definitely <laughs> like or at least for from our perspectives for the most part definitely. um uh, but it's different different strokes for different flight times but but yeah i think i think that um think never mind wrap up celeste yeah, yeah, so just, I, I, I was going to say, like, do we do final impressions? I feel like we've been doing final impressions throughout the whole thing, which is, yeah, it's a good so. game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that, that's Celeste. It's, that's
0: Celeste.
1: It's just, guys, please go out and get to support this game. The mm-hmm. modding community for this game is actually pretty fantastic. Um, there's a modding community called Everest, and they're actually, I think it's in in the first alpha for a map builder for the PC version of this game. And so if you want if you want to go Mario Maker on this game, Ooh. check out Everest and go for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, because the jumping di- I can feel I can see like I mean the game already does some really great things with the jumping dynamics, but I could see people going going ham with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to throw in like I've been saying throughout the throughout the show, even if you're someone who like doesn't like platformers or kind of feels hesitant about them because you feel like oh I'm not good at um like. I felt the same way and I love this game and you know, you might be slower to play it, but I think that's uh, the game kind of reinforces the fact that that's okay. Um, and, and it still is an incredible, it feels like an incredible accomplishment when you can pull something off. And, and that's the sign of a good game is when you like do it and it's less like, okay, great. I can keep going and now I'm out of the next room, but it's it's like, yeah, I got that room. I feel really good about that. And this game Elicits that feeling a lot. So Definitely. even if you don't think you're into platformers, give it a shot. Heck yeah, that was that was good. Cool. You want to do the wrap up? You want to do the like, the like. Here's the Twitter.
1: <laughs> sure. You can find us on Twitter at BonusStageCast. You can also email us questions or suggestions for games for us to play. Actually, yeah. at BonusStageCast at gmail.com. And Emily, where can people find you online?
0: You can find me at Corrupted Gem on Twitter, and I also have a comic that updates every Friday. It's a slice of life autobiographical comic called Steamed Veggies, which you can find on steamedveggies.artfulhypothesis.com.
1: It's a mouthful.
0: <laughs> it is a lot. <laughs> but I've cursed myself with it, and here's where I, I stand.
1: And you can find me at Bobbitt on Twitter. You can also find me every week on Shonen Trash Cast, which is another show that I work on. Uh, we review anime. And you can find me every other week on Need Salt Cast, where me and my two chef buddies talk about food and the industry. And how weird food is sometimes, but how great it can also be.
0: Also, I'm going to throw in, if you are going to email us, if you're going to email us game suggestions, uh, try to keep them as cross-platform as possible, because one of your hosts, that's me, only owns a Switch and a computer. So just keep that in mind when you're suggesting games for us to to try out, Um, where I'm a little limited.
1: Yeah, if you can get, honestly, if you guys keep stuff to, like, the Switch, and there's stuff you found on the Switch that you love, and you'd love us to check out. that'd be
0: great so well yeah oh and um and don't forget you can find us on libsyn and itunes and anywhere else you listen to podcasts and if you're listening to us on apple podcasts don't forget to leave us a review
1: it helps us get our names out there people can see it share us around I, i i really like this i really like the format of this show and i like people to enjoy the format of this show that we do
0: Yeah, and and if you have any feedback, you know, let us know. Um, We want to keep this as, like, a cool, like, conversation. Um, So if there's anything that, if if there's something that, I don't know, you're heinously offended by, (laughs) by the format of our show, please let us know so we can do something about it.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, also, I want to give a quick shout out to... Uh, at Mellow Makes on Twitter oh, yes, uh, our boy 2Mellow he did the music for the show it's completely original tracks for it's us so during the intro and outro they're fantastic he he took direction super well and just like Ugh. go check out his work you can find him at 2Mellow uh, at, at, at Mellow Makes on Twitter and you can find his music at 2Mellow.BandCamp.com all his stuff is fantastic Just just go give him a shout out matt does some great work guys
0: and that's gonna do it for us this week so we'll see you next time
1: bye guys goodbye